All right, well, number one, let's just say you're my date. Yeah, yeah, okay? you and I are going out on a date. Let's role play. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to tell you how to eat, Uncle. <gasps> really? Yeah, yeah, I just, I feel like, you know, I, I really like to go out and get some food with you. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the next episode of the Shenantics Podcast, episode number 59. Uh, wow, what a journey we have been through together. And, uh, oh yeah, I'm skanky, by the way. And my, uh, friendo over here by the name of... Um, Cole. ...is here with me. So we can talk about, um... Nothing. nothing. Yeah, that's the Seinfeld podcasts. Yeah. Super we don't popular. have I anything to talk about. Can I be Jerry? Um... I think I'd make a good Jerry Seinfeld. Uh, can I be honest with you for a second? Yeah. I think you're a George. Uh, okay. <laughs> let's let's unpack this for a second. Also, by the way, I think you're Jerry, if anything. Um, <laughs> but you just said you want to be Jerry. I, but there's a difference between what I want and what I know to be true in the world, all right? Okay, well, do, do you, would you see yourself as a George, Costanza? I, I can, I think I could, I, it's, I don't want to admit it, but I think I can see that. <laughs> I really There's don't want to. There's nothing wrong with being George. I think that there might be, I feel like. Is that a bad thing? Should I not I have said like, that? I feel like, I feel like I'm like George, at least in part, because I get fixated on small things that really shouldn't matter. And like. George and does that? Poss- no. Possibly overreact on things. You? Never. I don't know. I'm worried that I might be George, you're right. You yeah, know what? You, I think How about right. this? I yeah. think you'd be a good cross between George and Elaine. Oh, I could see that. I think I might I just could, be Elaine. I could also I could honestly probably see you as Elaine too. Because Elaine kind of does that too. She gets fixated over yeah. Small things. Actually, I think everybody in that show gets fixated over small Not things. Not Jet. Well, yeah, Jerry does too. That whole <laughs> like, show is getting fixated on small things. Exactly. Oh my yeah. God, we we've totally decoded Seinfeld. I think we have. I think we have. Oh man, that is awesome. But yeah, no, I think <laughs> I do. I think I'll tell you that's what it is. Like like each episode, it's like what character is going to get fixated on some small thing, and then everyone around it is the backdrop of. Just adding to it by being like, yeah, you should be super fixated on this. Or, oh, my God, I can't believe you're fix- super fixated on this. I so. agree. I agree. That's, a, that's a, wow. We, we figured it out. We could write yeah. our own Seinfeld show. Yeah, I think, I think it's pretty easy. I think, I think it's, pretty, it's a pretty simple thing. But don't, don't, don't go that far. Okay, you're going oh. to disrespect Jerry Seinfeld. Oh, never. Jerry, I love you. <laughs> think we could get him on the podcast? Yeah, no. Yeah, you're right. No, <laughs> no we can't. We can't definitely get him on not. the podcast. No, no, no. We have no, a rough time not. getting both of us to come onto the podcast. That is true. That is true. <laughs> I, you know who we could probably get on the podcast? Who? The sheriff from Stranger Things. You think? I think so. I feel if like... we got 50,000 retweets. Yeah, he he does shit for retweets all the time. I feel like we can maybe like talk him down to like 15. 15... Retweets? retweets yeah you think we could talk him down to that yeah we're, we're that's good at a hefty order we're good at negotiating we are yeah i think i could be a good negotiator if i'm I lying so 
Wait, hold on. If you're lying, you'll be a good negotiator. Or are you lying when you say you're a good negotiator? I'm confused. Which one are we talking about? Exactly. Oh, look at that. You're perfect. I love it. Yes. We're going we're gonna to give him down to 15. <laughs> That'll be perfect. That'll be perfect. I told you about my negotiations class that I took in college, right? No. I thought we talked about that. Do you have to read getting to yes? No. Wait, what? Getting to yes? Oh, the book? Yeah. Yeah. No, no. We read another book. I forgot the name of it now. We actually read three books. Um, I think I probably told this story like on stream, but I took a negotiations class Mm -hmm. and a negotiations and conflict resolution class. Okay. uh, For my political science because i got a minor in that i had mm-hmm. to take it so uh it was actually really really fun because i used to just like lie to everybody <laughs> because like there's nothing stopping me and i I'm, we we had so our first assignment was he gave us the he gave us like a a scenario okay and one person had to like we had to negotiate on what yeah. to do okay and i think it was like I was a seed seller and the guy on the other, the other person was a farmer mm-hmm. and there was some sort of like national dispute over the fruit that was being grown or something. Mm-hmm. And I just like lied to the, like the farmer was trying to say like, these are not, enough or like something i Mm -hmm. I forgot the whole scenario i'm really butchering this right now by the way um so i literally just like lied to him and i was like yeah like if you buy all these seeds like you're gonna get like twenty thousand of the fruit rather than the ten thousand yeah and he's like oh okay and i was like okay and then i won (laughs) nice perfect (laughs) i was like i don't know just making shit up (laughs) i guess i shouldn't have done that right yeah i don't know Maybe, I know, maybe, maybe, maybe. I uh, I also took a negotiations class. Um, oh, how was it? I there. I think it's pointless. Um, it's pointless. <laughs> I, I I really do. I feel like they could teach you some things. Um, but I feel like the hard thing with like a negotiations class is it you can't. It's not something that you can really practice because you can't get two people that don't have a vested interest in something to like legitimately negotiate that. Yeah, you know I mean, like it's not the same as if you were negotiating something in the real world type thing. And so, oh well, just... yeah, you take more risks in a class, so. exactly, because there's no downside to doing that. Um, and so, like that part always kind of was crappy. I feel like they could teach you some skills, but like a lot of it is like you have people that are just naturally good negotiators. Um, and then you also have like just experience, right? And so, I feel like it's hard to like teach a class on that. Um, and then I also, I did it once in one of my law school classes for like a project or whatever, like we had to create an employment agreement or like an agreement for like an independent contractor. And then like someone else had the side for the independent contractor. And then you had to like negotiate your contract and like what terms were in it and what terms were not. And like, like I just was, I was like, oh, I'm the employer. I'm putting whatever the hell I want in here. And basically I sat down he's like, I don't want that in there. I'm like, well, then you don't have a job. And he was like, it's like, like, yeah, I mean, there's no vested interest in either of us. And it's like, if I actually had the company, I can't just be like, no, then you don't have a job because if I actually need you as an employee, that doesn't 
work. You know what I mean? But it's just, yeah, yeah you, you take more risks. You just take, I don't know, it's just, I feel like, or maybe everyone that I've had try and teach me negotiations just hasn't structured it the right way. But um, it's always it's always felt pointless to me. So. Interesting. Yeah, so I feel like I, I feel like I learned a lot in my classes. Really? For yeah, for those. See, I feel like I learned a lot through real real world experience. Like that's where I've learned. Well, that too. Yeah, all my negotiating skills. I don't know if I maybe I took some from the class. And I just haven't realized that it's been long enough that a lot of the, some of the skills I'm using does have the foundation there. So, like I remember. Um, I thought I thought they brought it like it was cool to think outside of the box a little bit and try mm-hmm. to figure out a weird way where something works for everybody in some yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Because yeah. I remember, um, well, first, my professor for this class was, uh, he was an Israeli-Palestinian negotiator for like oh, 20 okay, years. that's cool. Yeah. So he was like kind of, it was interesting to hear his perspective on yeah, like how I to agree. make deals and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I remember our final was like ridiculous where mm-hmm. it was everyone was kind of assigned a group of which fuck groups by the way but this actually worked out um which of course i was always with i oh so this is actually funny there was um one dude in our class who was like that guy who wore pajama pants every day and was obviously <laughs> smoking a lot of marijuana yeah and um <laughs> of course he gets paired up with me of course and this guy's like like he can't do shit and there was also we had adult learners in our class and i had an 80 year old couple oh my gosh in my group with me oh my gosh best group (laughs) na and they left during the final like during god what our negotiation because they didn't want to do it oh my god that's funny so i was stuck with this dude that was like high all the time wearing pajama pants that is really so funny. that was kind of annoying. But anyway, so we had like a scenario where we were a country mm-hmm. and one person was assigned to be the president. And then there was like um, there were students who were revolting mm-hmm. against the government and starting a war. Oh, nice. And st- yeah, I don't know. It was a whole thing. And I we were playing. I was playing. Well, just me, really was the rich family in town that all owned all the businesses mm-hmm. and i came up with this great plan i was like yo guys sit down for a sec your boys got an idea here to make everybody happy we we got all these factories all around i'm just gonna employ all these students all right because they want jobs easy mm-hmm. peasy then we're gonna use all this money to generate to do whatever the fuck else was going on i forget and uh then everyone's gonna be happy it's gonna be great and then everyone's shooting back at me. They're like, no, that's communism. I was like, what? <laughs> like, that's, no, no, it's not. And they're like, yeah, that is. And I was oh, like, God, guys, this is, a, this is a plan that works. And the guy who was playing the president was like, yeah, this works. And the teacher was like, uh, yeah, that works. And they're like, no, it doesn't. I was like, uh, you motherfuckers. So, um, <laughs> yeah, that was, it was shitty. But it was interesting to try to think outside the box. That's my main point. To figure yeah. out like how things work, I wish I was able to explain what these what happened better in my class, but I don't fucking remember because it was like five years ago. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah huh. <laughs> that's that that is cool. That's cool. It's fun. It's fun. It is fun. It is fun. I want to go back to school now. I want to go back. You, you should go back to school. school. Maybe you should go get your um. You should go get a uh. Become a doctor now. An MD. Yeah, get an MD. 
just slowly uh, acquire like credentials well first you'll letters after my name (laughs) yeah yeah well i mean that's gonna be a long journey yeah that will be you're gonna have to go back to undergrad oh all right because you'll need to get like bio chem orgo oh yeah that sounds awful yeah and then apply to med school yeah I mean, you're you're gonna be in there and then go to residency, dude. You're gonna, if you try to become a doctor right now, it's gonna be take you twenty years. Is there a way to skip part of it? Yeah, you can just skip medical school and just become an underground black market doctor. <laughs> yes, there I... is a way to skip it. Go to the army, join oh, the yeah. army, and then you could do all that shit for free. Oh, interesting. Okay, maybe I don't know. I don't know anything about joining the army, so I don't either. Huh, maybe I'll do that. No, don't do that. I don't want to be that guy who's like, hey, you should join the army and then you do it. <laughs> yeah. Then it's like, oh, wow. Bad he decision. took that very seriously. <laughs> that, you should seriously consider that, okay? It's a very <laughs> it's big change in the lifestyle for you. I was like, you, you make a very good point, mister. I'm going uh, to have to think about well, this. Well, Skanky, I really thought about it for about three hours and I went to the recruiter and now, yeah, we're good. We're going in. I go to boot camp <laughs> <Exactly>. tomorrow. <laughs> oh, my God. I love it. Oh, that's great. Yeah, no, I don't think I don't think I'll go to back to school to be a doctor. I don't know what I would go back to school for now. I feel like I've kind of rounded out my education that I'm interested in. Maybe I'd pop, maybe I'd go back to school for something computer related. Really? That yeah, could be cool. Yeah. Why computer related? Yeah, because I like computers. So if I think about things that naturally like interested me, like mm-hmm. I got started off undergrad with accounting and business type stuff, and then did that for a while, and then I went back for law stuff because that interested me. So if it's like looking like, all right, I only want to go back for something that is like a subject matter I find interesting enough that I want to like learn more in it, um, I think computers are something to do with computers would be the next thing. Because yeah, you, like, should this, to, you should go to theater school. I see, I, like theater school. Like the thing is like, I find that interesting, but like I also feel like I'm not going to be competent at it at all, right? So it's I feel like it'll just be a miserable overall experience. Where at least computers, I have a certain level of competency, and my mind can think in a certain way. Where I feel like I could actually be good in some various computer type things. Uh huh. So it's like a it's a combination of it's like something I find interesting plus I could actually possibly do well at it. Huh. Maybe. See, the way that I would think about it is since you've already been to school, mm-hmm. you know, you got your basics, right? You got, you, you know what you got to do, yeah. right? Yeah. If I were to go back to school, I would do something totally out of my comfort zone. That is true. Because it also doesn't, whatever, however you're performing, it doesn't matter at this point. Like, yeah, I, I feel like if I went back to school, I, would, I wouldn't do computer science. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's something that I could learn myself in a way. Yeah. You know, like I, I could learn how to program. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I no, I, I, I see right here where you're coming from. Right, right. That makes sense. That makes sense. Like uh. a specialty, you know, like a, like like I feel like theater would be kind of culinary school. Oh, see, that's interesting. That could be really cool. That could be really really cool. See, I like the way you're thinking now. Yeah, this I can't is wait good. Take a, this is good. I can't wait to take a cooking class. You should. I feel like that'd be a cool date. You should. That's a that is a good date. Do I think like a like a pasta making class or something? Ooh, fresh pasta. Everyone yeah. likes fresh pasta. Everyone likes fresh pasta. I don't think there's anyone in this world that doesn't. I hope they don't. I, I Gorskinky's gonna be pissed. Do. 
I'm gonna be real. Ang- I'm already angry just real thinking about boost. it. Yeah, I'm sweating. Me too. But no, I feel like I feel like a, a cooking class. I feel like that could be. I feel like is that too cliche idea of like a good date? Um, no. I think no. I think that's kind of. I think that's fun. If you're thinking about dates to go on, yeah, you know, yeah. Oh, I'm always trying to come up with new date stuff to do. Oh, I got you. You ready for this? Yes, I am. Oh, this is why. This is why I talk to mini golf. One. Do they have that in Chicago? Okay, gonna forget. Okay, Okay. two, two, two. Archery. What about axe throwing? Three, axe throwing. (laughs) Yes. Four. This right. is going to be a keeper for you. Yeah. Medieval times. <laughs> I haven't been in medieval times in like two decades. <laughs> and neither have whoever you're dating. It's <laughs> true. I feel, I, I think I read something in the paper that the royalty has switched over in the medieval times near Chicago, that we have a new either king or queen. Um, and so <laughs> that was in the newspaper. It was the Chicago the Tribune. It was it front really page of the Chicago was. Tribune. I read that <laughs> and I was like, I cannot believe this is what is newsworthy right now. Is that there is new royalty at the medieval times in Schaumburg, Illinois? It's <laughs> like, pretty funny. I, I kind of like it. Like yeah, that's kind of fun. <laughs> That's a good great. story. It is a good story. I think it was. <laughs> I think it been like that. I think it might be that we have a queen now instead of a king, and so it was the first time there was female royalty. Like, oh, okay, that's so. a fun story, actually. Yeah, I that like a that fun story. Now that I think about it, well, it was a pretty good story. Make a good video so, too. I can see. I can see maybe do medieval times. That's kind of a hike, though. Is like the one near Chicago. It's like that's like at least like a thirty-five minute drive. And 35 minutes that's nothing that's a lot i and i don't have a car <laughs> oh so you can't uber there yeah. you can uber there it falls within my uber pass oh have i told you about my lift pass no what Ooh. what the hell is a lift pass maybe we shouldn't talk about this in public ah fuck it they're getting rid of me anyways okay so wait who's getting rid of wait what i'll break it down for you and you'll understand have you been keeping secrets from me I can't believe I didn't tell you about this. I've been telling everybody about this. Okay, so... <laughs> well, obviously not me. <laughs> obviously not you. All right, so um, back in, I think it was November. It's either the beginning of November or end of November. Uh, I opened up my Lyft app, and I got this notification that they were going to offer me a pass for quote-unquote unlimited rides with an asterisk for it for a flat fee. And so I looked at it and I was like, at first I was a little put off because it said $300 and you can take all the lift rides you want to take. And I was like, oh, that's like a scam. I was like, $300 is a lot of money, right? I was like, yeah. I was like, I'm not going to pay $300 for that. And so then I went back and I was like thinking a little bit about a little more. And I keep a budget because of my accounting background, like it's just what I do. And I went back to my budget and I realized that I was spending for quote unquote transportation, I was spending between like 260 to like 290 a month in transportation because I pay $100 for my uh, CTA pass, which is the buses and L and all that kind of stuff. And then uh-huh. on the weekends, I usually lift around to bars or wherever I go and I spend, you know, about like $180 on that to get to like the total 280 for the month and so i was like thinking to myself i'm like all right i was like i was like i could sign up for this i was like i'll just 
take a lift to work every day, right? Like, so I don't need my CTA pass that cuts off that hundred. And then all my other lift rides would be included in it. So like, I should be about that. And I'd be like, all right, I'd be paying a little bit more, but it's worth it for a try. Right. And so I signed up for it. Um, the actual limitations for it is it's 60 rides up to $30 are, is what's included. So over when you go over 60 rides and those ones aren't counted and if your trip goes over $30 then you pay the difference but like most rides in Chicago even if there's snow is like the most is usually $25 I think I only had two rides that were over $30 right and so uh-huh. I was like I was like okay so I'll sign up for this Lyft deal. I'll pay $300 a month. It's about what I was paying for transportation anyways. And if you also look at the way they try and pitch is like, oh, if you own a car and you pay, like, look at all the gas and car insurance and all this kind of stuff, well, the Lyft pass is cheaper than all that, right? And I was like, well, mm-hmm. I don't own a car, so, but maybe I could see that being persuasive. So I signed up for this Lyft pass, and now I am everything I hate in the world. I'm adding to the congestion of Chicago as I take a Lyft to work every day. Um, so it literally picks me up outside my door and drops me off at work, which is I've always wanted a personal chauffeur and this feels like that, which is freaking amazing. Um, (laughs) So, so I take it on the weekends and stuff like that. A second thing that I noticed is they say this is only for rides inside Chicago, but their definition of Chicago is like Chicago plus like, an hour and a half outside Chicago. So it's like mm. they go really, really, really far west. And so what I can do, what I do now is if I visit my parents who live in the suburbs, I take a lift all the way out to them. So it's like a 45 minute ride in the lift with them. And it's cost me like $2. It's usually like a 35, 32, $35 ride. Um, anyway, so I've been doing this since about November and I've keep track of how much my rides would cost every month. And on average, the amount of lift rides I take every month is between nine hundred to a thousand dollars, and I pay I pay three hundred dollars for that, right? And so, if you think about it, I've been getting a deal of about six hundred dollars a month. So at least December, January, and this month, I'm actually saving about nine hundred dollars on my rides. So if, let's say it was six hundred, so that's three months at six hundred dollars. I've now saved like eighteen or scammed lift for eighteen hundred dollars because of this pass that they gave me. Because like, if the ride is like, let's say it's like fifteen or twenty dollars. Like I'm getting it for free, and after you take like you know sixty twenty dollar rides, like you're getting quite up there in, in price. Um, anyways, and so I gotten so used to this, I just take lifts everywhere. It's the super convenient. And at the beginning of February, actually at the end of January, Lyft sent me a message that says they're not renewing my pass. And I, was, <laughs> I wonder why. Right? Right? But I'm distraught because it's literally the last day of January. So that means at February, like February 1st, I was all ready to get back up and using my Lyft rides and all that kind of stuff. And I was like, well, now I don't have it. I'm like, what am I doing to get to work tomorrow? I was like, I gotta take the subway. Like, oh. I'm not like, like a savage. Oh, but I was like, I was like, man, they they do give you 24 hours notice. So I contacted support and I was like, I was like, I got this notification that you're canceling my lift pass and I don't understand why I really like it. Like you didn't even give me the chance to renew it. And they're like scamming you out of $1,800. I say, yeah, then they, they, they messaged me back and the support person's like, I looked into it. It looks like your pass renewed for February. And I was like okay or yeah i was like okay so then february 1st comes around and sure enough i have a brand new lift pass for the month of february (laughs) and so i'm like i'm on borrowed time right now like i feel like there's a glitch in the system and i used to have notifications that kept saying like your lift pass won't renew after this month and then those ones went away too and so like each like because now we're approaching the end of february and i'm like oh my god please 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 tell me that you are not canceling my lift pass that i am 
you know taken the company for all the money that they're worth but it's yeah uh, it's been great i loved it it's awesome i like like we'll be out to the bars and like i'll get everyone like a ride home i'll be like here you go i was like, like you sure i'm like yeah yeah don't worry about it i got i got a few extra rides this month that i'm not going to be using up so uh so enjoy <laughs> enjoy riding well, yeah home if it's like if you're paying the 300 bucks then mm-hmm. why not yeah Right, exactly. So you want to make sure you, you use them up and stuff like that. I so. feel like Lyft didn't think this one through. <laughs> I think it was a, supposed to be a trial thing that they offered it. Oh, so the second thing was is one of my friends, like she takes uh, Lyft and Uber a ton, and she didn't sign up. We were talking about it. She's like, "Well, you try it, and if you like, it, I'll do it in a future month." And she never got around to signing up, and like her Lyft and Uber bills like through the roof. And so I messaged them to try and see if I can get her the deal too. And there, this is before they threatened cancel me and they, <laughs> and they said and this is why i think they kind of started looking at my account after i did this i might have like sh- you know kind of made a little bit too much noise but they yeah. said they said to me they're like like we're glad that you're enjoying it it's invite only so she has to wait till she's invited um to try this out and i was like oh shit so i'm part of this exclusive club where i get an amazing deal on lift rides um around the city of chicago so it's been it's been great so <laughs> uh, yeah no it's awesome yeah like it's just, oh it's no it's been it's been a good time but there was like it's it's just it's cool like when it's snowing out like there's tons of snow or it's like raining and everyone else is taking a lift so it's like the prices have gone from like 15 dollars to like 28 29 dollars you're like oh this is great like i really didn't want to walk through this and it's really expensive but like i don't care because i'm not paying for it so it's it's been awesome but yeah it's it's great i guess this might be a way mm-hmm. for them to keep like very loyal customers because they probably saw you spending 300 a month on lift rides already but i would switch between uber and lyft a lot Oh, interesting. But they might have also noticed that, like, oh, he should be taking our rides more regularly. And, and he's, he's switching in between, so exactly. let's give him a deal. Yeah, to lock So him that in. in the future, even if we cancel on this thing on him, he'll still use Lyft. Yeah, exactly. So I think I think that's what they're banking on. I think the second thing is that they they also want to have a baseline of demand in the city. Right. Because like, let's say like this kind of evens it out like highs and lows because they know I'm always taking a ride every weekday and and I take a lot on the weekends. So it it does drive some business to their drivers because I think it, it does it does hurt them a bit where. If there aren't enough rides for their drivers, well, then you have people that aren't going to be driving. And then if there's a spike in demand, you don't have drivers on the road to service them. Right. And so I feel like you kind of in the city, you want to have a baseline of people that are always riding, even if it's like a loss leader for you. Plus, the second thing is like people like I could talk about how amazing it is. I take a lift everywhere. Now, someone I was out with might be like, oh, well, when I need to get home next time, I'm going to take a lift home. So it's uh, I do think that Uh... they might have some other benefits from it, too. But either way, I feel amazing just looking at like the discrepancy between what I've paid to like what uh, the amount of rides I'm taking. So it's it's awesome. It's awesome. That doesn't make much sense. It's great. Do you know, like people at work were getting <laughs> upset with me? They're like, "You have a personal driver," and I was like, yeah, "I guess you're right." <laughs> like, if I need to like go grocery shopping, I just request a lift, and there we go. I was like, it's so amazing not having a car and someone just drives me everywhere. But so, how does the payment go to the driver then? Does Lyft get, pay them? Yeah, Lyft pays them whatever their normal rate would have been for that ride. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, but so then it also could work out where Lyft isn't necessarily losing money on me. They might be breaking even, right? Because like, let's say it's a twenty dollar Lyft ride. The driver isn't getting twenty bucks, right? Like, they're maybe getting half of that. And so even if I spend six hundred dollars in the month or take six hundred dollars worth of Lyft rides at three hundred, they're still breaking even because they're not paying the driver one to one ratio. You know, um, so they're pr- they're not going to be they're not losing like. Six hundred to nine hundred dollars on me every month. They're probably losing a portion of that, like you know, one hundred, two hundred dollars. And for a few customers around Chicago, losing a hundred, two hundred dollars a month on them isn't probably the worst thing in the world. Yeah, probably not. So, probably not. I don't know, but yeah, no, I love it. So everyone should go take Lyft. We're not sponsored by them. Just we're like, not sponsored by them. Soon. I, we're not. We're not. And I don't want them to take my thing away <laughs> from me. So, so I'm not, not going to tell you the other bad stuff I do with it. Yeah, don't 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 say any of that. <laughs> you know, I want this is actually a good time to bring up another deal. Okay. That I have part been but uh, I can't speak. Been participating in. Okay. That I would love your accounting advice on. Okay, I'm totally to down. see how this is possible. All right. You've heard of Movie Pass, haven't you? Yes, I have. Okay. They just lowered their price. Wait again? To seven ninety five a month? Wasn't it nine ninety five a month, like a little bit ago? Y- yes. Okay, so they lowered it again. All right. I think this is a limited time offer. <laughs> but seven dollars and ninety five cents a month. Yeah. Which, if you guys don't know what Movie Pass is, Okay, if you don't know what it is, yeah, go over what Movie Pass is real quick, and then I'll talk buy about thing. This thing called a Movie Pass, mm-hmm. and right now it's seven ninety five a month, mm-hmm. seven dollars and ninety five cents a month. You can go to any theater that accepts Movie Pass, which is a lot of them. Mm-hmm. And what happens is you go to the, to the theater, you check in to whatever film you want to see at that theater, and as soon as you check in. Movie Pass will load onto your card however much that movie is. And it's pretty much a debit card. Mm-hmm. You use that, you buy your ticket, even if it's $15, whatever it is, $10, you go and get your ticket and you watch the movie. The crazy thing is, you can go once, you can go, you could see a movie. You can only see one movie with it per day, but. If you see a movie every single day for the month, which you won't do, but let's say you did, let's say you see like 30 movies, um, you're still paying $7.95 a month mm-hmm. to see 30 movies. Mm-hmm. And I just don't get it. I don't know how it's possible, but <laughs> it's a legitimate thing. And I've seen so many movies with it now, and I'm paying fucking $10 a month yeah. to see like three movies. I paid $10 to see like four movies this month. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. I mean, even like $7.95 one is is ridiculous. Bonkers. Because like at $7.95, like I don't think there is at least at least in Chicago, right? And obviously metropolitan areas like Chicago and New York have higher ticket prices anyways. But like it's hard to find a movie to go see that's under $7, right? So like even if you see one movie a month, you're paying for it like you're you're already getting your money's worth out of movies. oh yes 100 um is what it's kind of crazy um so i have some i have some theories about this and i have i've also Please. something that i kind of noticed with this uh 
and I think I know how they hope to make movies or make movies make money. Um, one thing, like obviously, like a way they want to make money is they want to make money off people like me, where I'm like, oh, I want to sign up for it because I totally, like, I can totally, you know, take advantage of it, and then maybe and see the, one movie a month. Yeah, and then, <laughs> but no, and then the first month, like, I go to see it, but then I get busy or whatever, and I don't see them in the future months, right? And so, like, but I keep it around because I'm like, oh, I'll go see it around. I'll go see a movie eventually, and I keep meaning to do that, and then it doesn't happen. Um, and so I think like they're partly hoping to make mo- money off me, but even then, like, there can't be enough of the people like me to balance out people like you right like if you see four movies in a month that means they need to find three other people that are like me they're not even taking advantage of it for the one movie a month to yeah offset your cost um and so that like, that can't be what it is what and one of the problems i've noticed and this will get me to my theory about how i think they hope to make money um one of the problems i've noticed at least in the chicagoland area is we have a lot more of the um, people, a lot more of the theaters are adopting what the fancy theaters do, where they're putting in like the recliners and all that kind of stuff, and where you get to pick your seat and you know everything like that. And so, one of the problems that you're getting with Movie Pass is that it works for day of movie choices. But like, let's say I'm like, oh, I want to see a movie Thursday night. I can log on to the theater's website. I can pick my seat and all that kind of stuff. Movie Pass doesn't work for that unless the theater is signed on with Movie Pass to like yeah. allow that, right? Um, otherwise, you have to go to the theater and do stuff like that. So as more as there's more theaters in Chicago that are moving to that style, well, that kind of insulates them a little bit from the Movie Pass thing because like then you know it doesn't work right movie pass isn't signed on and so i think one way that movie pass is hoping to make money is through partnerships with theaters where if they can get enough people under their system that and then they can show look at how much demand we drive to your theater and we all know that movie theaters make all their money on concession stands through popcorn soda and all that kind of stuff like movie Pass can be like look that's where you're making all your money partner with us that you will give us some revenue cut or pay us some fee, and then we will drive people towards your theater so that way they will see more movies and then they will make you more money because you're not making money on the tickets anyways. So let's lose a little bit of money on this end and you'll make more money with everything else you're doing. Especially as, yeah. as more movie theaters are moving to offering like actual dinners, offering alcohol, like all that kind of stuff. They have other high margin stuff that they're going to be making money on. And so I think that's what MoviePass kind of wants to do. But the way to get to to that is they need to have a critical mass of users first. They need to be able to show that they can drive business to various theaters. Yeah, you know I mean, and so yeah, by dropping the price to seven ninety five or even nine ninety five, they can drive a lot more people into to use MoviePass because MoviePass wasn't always this cheap. I think they lowered it was it a year ago or two years ago, but they existed before that for a much higher like annual price um and there wasn't as many people using it because it was harder to justify right like oh am i gonna go see four five six movies a month that is gonna make it so that it's actually worthwhile for me a lot of people are like no i don't think i'm gonna be able to pull that off so i'm not gonna sign up for it um and so then they are kind of like in a position where it's like okay we can't make money this way we can't make money by trying to sell it to theaters. So what we have to do is we have to drop our price low enough to get everyone to join on and then maybe move into a business model is probably what it is what their idea is. It's like the typical Silicon Valley startup idea, right? Give away yeah. your service for nothing, Twitter, Snapchat, all that kind of stuff. And then, oh, we'll figure out monetization at some point later down the road. So, but yeah, I don't know. It's crazy though. It is crazy. 
So I have another theory. Yeah. Besides just rich fucking investors, <laughs> I think they're trying to get it so everybody has movie pass mm-hmm. because really there is absolutely no reason for someone, even if you see one movie a month, to mm-hmm. not get movie pass, yeah. right? Yeah. Like from a financial point of view. Yeah. All right. Once that happens, th- like you said, they're going to have that user base mm-hmm. and their app is going to be the app for movies. Yeah. Like that's true. if you want to get tickets, if you want to do anything related to movies, they have all these users who are like, hey, I'm paying $10 a month and I'm going to see at least one movie a month. Like that's an active person, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. That app can be used for anything advertising related. Yeah, that's true. That's a good So point. if like some new movies coming out, they're like, hey, here's a sweet deal like for people, 50% off ticket or whatever, like, and they'll pay, like movie places will pay uh, movie pass to like advertise that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking that th- they're really banking on this app mm-hmm. to be like a movie phone. Yeah, yeah. In a way. No, I could, I totally, I could totally see that. Um, and I think that would be that'd be a smart way to do it is like like that's a great way to like Trojan horse your way into getting to be the default movie app, right? Like mm-hmm. you get them to buy on for something else and then they just kind of stick around there, right? Like they just kind of keep hanging out there because that's what that's where they go for all their movie stuff. You know, a second thing what it could be, I was just thinking about this, is that it could actually never have the intention of really making money. Um but like we don't know who the investors of MoviePass are, uh, it could easily be the movie studios, right? Like who are they competing with? They're competing with HBO and Netflix. Like oh, we have people that will stay at home because they can just binge watch shows on Netflix. Like they stay at home because they can binge watch shows on HBO. We want to get them back into the theaters. We want to get back them back out watching movies. How do we do it? It's like well, let's just try and offer them some cheap way that we can get a few people to go see tons of movies and then tell their friends they should also go see movies. So that'd be dirty. I could see that. I could see this because we don't know. And they would never say they're partnered with like Universal or anything like that, right? Like if Universal's like, we'll we'll just give you a shit ton of money, make all these people come back out to our movie theaters or come out. Please make them watch movies. Exactly. (laughs) Like they could be doing it that way. So that'd be interesting if it ever turned out to be that. That'd be a really cool thing to see. So. But. What if it's AMC? Wouldn't that be hilarious? The, the one that they're actively fighting with? Like, yeah. <laughs> wouldn't that be amazing? Just to cause drama exactly. and give them a PR thing? So that they're always in the news now. <laughs> like, is that, just... a, is, that makes me think like I'm a conspiracy theorist. You like, are. Like, you are. That one, that, one, that one and the studio one is a little conspiracy theory. <laughs> but I love it. I do it's kind it. of amazing. That's, that's fun to think. That's, what, that's one of the reasons that uh, conspiracy theories are so infectious because sometimes they're just interesting and fun to kind of think about right like they like and like if it was able to be the way the conspiracy is like that's kind of shocking like the reason we like reading fiction like oh my gosh like can't believe that happened and then like it's got like just enough fake evidence or even like slightly real evidence to kind of support it where you're like oh maybe maybe (laughs) so they just I don't know they they burrow into your head (sighs) I love conspiracies I, yeah, it's kind of fun. They're kind of fun. They're fun to read about. Sometimes. Yes, Sometimes. yes. I think they're... Not if you thoroughly believe in them. That's true. That's true. I think they're fun to read about 
in hindsight where like the conspiracy was long enough ago that like it doesn't impact modern day <laughs> but if it's like conspiracies about modern day stuff like those usually aren't good at all so. i um i recently i'm gonna try to find it right now there mm-hmm. was a good uh thread on ask reddit mm-hmm. like what are your favorite good conspiracy theories <laughs> Which is hilarious because we're talking about this right now. That is funny. Um, While you're looking for that, one thing. Yes. One other piece of content. A new episode actually just got posted for it. Um, A while ago, I think it's been like three or four years in the making, is a series called This Is Not a Conspiracy Theory, I believe is Uh what it's called. Um, And it's pretty good. I mean, the episodes come out few and far between because the person has a day job and they kind of do it on their side, on the side. But um. The first few episodes are pretty good. It's a, so it's a nice thing to check out. Yeah, I think it might be on Vimeo. I don't remember exactly where it is. It's somewhere um, to find on the internet. But it's the person that had, I think their first name is Cody, maybe. It's the person that made, do you remember the YouTube or internet series, um, Everything is a Remix or something like that? Yes. Where it basically was talking about how like there aren't any original ideas anymore. Everything is just remixing stuff from the past um, uh-huh. and like mashing them up together. The person that made that, and I believe that was a four part series. The person that made that is the one that made that. This is not a conspiracy theory. And he kind of looked at various conspiracy theories through the past and was like analyzing why do conspiracy theories catch on like they do and stuff like that. It was pretty cool. And I think a new episode literally just came out like last week. So, huh? Did you find your ask? Nice. Yes, I have it. Perfect. So it's it's uh, what's the most wholesome conspiracy theory? (laughs) This guy. This is a funny one. Reddit keeps its search function bad, (laughs) so no one can check for old answers to questions. Oh my god! This forces questions to be repeated, so discussions never end. (laughs) (laughs) I kind of like that one. I kind of like that one. It's kind of fun. That is a fun one. See, that's a good the conspiracy u- theory. I like that kind of conspiracy theory. <laughs> the universe is rooting for us. <laughs> <laughs> this one's kind of hilarious. Moms like roller coasters more than they let on when the family brings bags in or a stroller to the amusement park. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I like it. I love Reddit. I know, I do too. I Area Fifty One is just a refuge for alien refugees escaping a galactic war. <laughs> I like that. That one's cool. That one's cool. I like that. That's cool. There was one other one that I remember. Fuck, it's here somewhere. I'll find it eventually. Yeah, tangentially related to like conspiracy theories. Um, sometimes I like like really good science fiction where but it's like kind of feels based or rooted in the real world where you're like oh maybe like maybe that could exist right now or could be happening right now we would just have no idea like i love like that kind of stuff like illuminati type shit wait have you watched cloverfield i have not i need to okay because there is a whole universe that exists outside of Cloverfield mm-hmm. that kind of explains why everything in that movie happens. Really? Okay. And it's, it's actually, it's really interesting. So when they, Cloverfield is produced by JJ Abrams. Okay. And, um, what happened was he wanted to make it so that there was this elaborate marketing campaign for the movie. Mm-hmm. 
So when they first showed that, when they first like showed the trailer for that movie, all they did was show like a 10 second snippet of it mm-hmm. in theaters before movies. And it didn't even have a name. Mm-hmm. Like the movie. It yeah. just showed it. Yeah. And a date. And everyone was like, what the I fuck movie is that? that? Yeah. So they went and on forums and stuff, tried to find it. Mm-hmm. And he created this whole elaborate backstory with secret passwords that people would have to find out and all these secret videos online. And uh, people were like finding all this stuff out and talking about it on forums and stuff. And they were piecing together what the movie was about. Oh, really? And stuff. Yeah. And it's this whole elaborate thing. You've never seen it, so I'm not going to get into explaining everything. But they did this whole thing, and then everyone saw Cloverfield, and it was really cool because they had like a backstory. They knew like kind of what was going on, and it was kind of fun. Mm-hmm. So then, you know, I think it was like maybe a year or two ago, 10 Cloverfield Lane came out, yeah. which was 2016. Yeah. And they did the same thing for that movie. Okay, yeah, yeah. Where they had a whole marketing campaign where someone followed all these clues. Mm-hmm. And went to the middle of the desert in like New Mexico mm-hmm. and dug up a like a vault thing mm-hmm. that was hidden in the ground. What? With like shit in it. Oh my god, it's so cool. Yeah. So it was like this whole big thing just for this movie. That is really um, cool. I like that. So yeah, there's this you should you should watch Cloverfield because it's like a and then I can explain to you the whole backstory. Yes, please. Yeah, okay. Maybe I Oh, I feel like you'd like so that much since I... you're into the sci-fi. Things. Yeah, no, I think I would. It's, now, there's three <laughs> in that universe, right? Cloverfield 10, Cloverfield Lane, and Cloverfield Paradox? Yes, the new one, Cloverfield Paradox. Yeah, okay. And that, which, which, well, didn't they, like, was it on a Super Bowl, talk, like, announced it and it came out the next day or something like that? It came out that night. That night? That's crazy. Yeah, so some people were angry because there was no, um, they call it an alternate reality game, ARG. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there was no ARG for that movie, so they're like, "Oh, what the fuck, man!" Yeah, yeah. But um, it was, it's kind of a strange. There's no, so there's no connection mm-hmm. with each film, but there are small tidbits that are connected in each one. Okay. Um, so like the running theory right now is mm-hmm. these are it's an anthology series. Okay. And each movie, mm-hmm. it's its own universe, like timeline. Okay. So they're all the same thing happening, mm-hmm. but in different periods of time in different universes. Oh, that'd if that be makes cool. sense. I like that's that. the that's the main theory. Now I want to watch. I like things that have like this deeper like thing that you can like get obsessed with or look into or just like like root around with. Yeah, you know I mean, or think. Oh, about dude, it. you love it. Wait, like if you um. Oh, this is actually perfect for you. Yeah, because if you go watch it, you can go listen to the Cloverfields podcast. Oh yeah. Which is Steve Zaragoza and Mike uh, from uh, Dynamic Banter. Yeah. That's their podcast. Oh my God. Okay. I might have and to then you this. can get caught up on everything, like how to, like yeah. on the whole backstory. Okay. I might have to do this. Then. Oh, this is good. This, this is, is that's good. a lot of time dedication, though. You're very busy. But, you know, just yeah. if you have, you know, like 40 hours, you know, not, not doing anything, you can. Yeah, you know. I might if I disappear for a few weeks, like I don't talk to anyone. <laughs> like you know what I'm doing. You know, you know. And I'll get a message on Discord. Skanky. <laughs> Cloverfield. Okay, now hold on. You <laughs> know, because I feel like if I go that deep dive like that, where I literally just go underground and like 
like immerse myself in it. I would not go into Discord and say skanky. I would somehow create some ARG type thing so that you could oh. then experience and realize that I have, you know, finished Cloverfield and caught oh, up completely. Fun. How great would that be? Like, like something that just shows up at your house and it's like just leave me some clues, thing, this cryptic clue for like this entire thing you're about to do. And ultimately, it would end up that you somehow end up in Chicago and I'm waiting in a park and I just say, I've seen it. <laughs> like, just something oh like that. My God. You're like, God damn, this is the lamest ending ever. <laughs> like, why did you do this to me? You could have just called me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, it's okay. I, I, I'd find it fun, I think. We'll see. If I was a million billionaire, quadrillionaire, I don't know. If I was some very rich man, I would do that. That would be amazing. Yeah. You, you, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'd, well, soon. When, when you get rich, you'll do it. Yeah. Yeah. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. I'll be rich tomorrow. Here's a wholesome conspiracy theory for you. Okay. There are dozens of Illuminatis fighting for supremacy of the world behind the curtains, but there's actually an even more secret Illuminati that works in the shadows of said curtains to avoid these Illuminatis from ever joining their forces and turning the world into a dystopia. <laughs> I like that. I like the layers of Illuminati in that one. <laughs> <laughs> so much Illuminati. That's kind of, it's kind of elegant in a way, which I like. <laughs> it's awesome. It's kind of elegant. <laughs> It is. Yeah, these things are great. These things are great. This is like, this This all ties back to, was it last week's episode when I was talking about how M. Night Shyamalan turned me into a liar? No? Yes. Yeah, yes, yes, yeah yes, okay, yes, it was yes, last week's. Yes. This is, it's the same kind of thing. Like, I like the, just like mental exercise of like thinking through, like the mental creative exercise, like thinking through these stories and like how it works out. I don't know. It's kind of fun. It's kind of fun. No, it is kind of fun. My enjoyment of that makes me worried that I'm going to go, like, have actual issues at some point where it's like, I start to actually believe things. I'm like, skanky, skanky. There are Illuminati everywhere. <laughs> you're like, oh, God, what have I done? <laughs> oh, no. Why Why did I do yeah, this? like, oh, I broke him. Broke him. <laughs> He's done. He's fucked. He's done. He's done. So, I don't know. Realistically, it's pro- I've probably been done for a while. I'm too yeah, far gone. most likely. I'm too far gone. So you're you're gone. You're you're done. Yeah, yeah. No, I gotta pull the plug on me. Just leave me here. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sounds good. All right. Have fun. No problem. What a great, what a great guy. That's what a nice skate, guy. Man. I know, what a right? Nice guy is so damn nice. Damn, what a nice guy. Um, yesterday, I'm Cole. I played a really fun game with Joe Mumbley that I want to talk about. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it? Uh, we played Sea of Thieves yesterday. What is Sea of Thieves? I, I've heard this tossed around by various people, I think. I think I've had friends message me, like a guy named Skanky, maybe Hellrider, maybe Joe, saying that. Talked to you about it on a podcast one time about how you should play it? I think that's all you told me is I should play the game. And I tweeted you about it? Yeah, you did do that too. Maybe you, you've been in contact with me a lot about this game. What is this game? Uh, this game is a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. You play a pirate. I'm kind of already sold. That's it. Really? That's it? That's awesome. You could do you have a boat. You could do whatever you want. Do you have a boat? So, yes. So, what happens is you have a small boat okay. that could fit two people or one or two people. Okay. And then you have a large boat, a galleon, okay. which fits four people. Okay. And right now, they like this was during the closed beta. Yeah. You would go around, you'd, you'd get um these contracts, mm-hmm. voyages. Mm hmm. And you go out to find buried treasure. Okay. And every server, there's, I think Joe said there's 10 ships. All right. So you're running into people. Yeah. 
and you know you fucking take them down if you want you're driving this huge ship the galleon has these uh has sails so everyone's has to like change the direction of the sails and put them down half mast uh are you gonna crash into that island i really hope not we gotta try to make a left turn drop anchor there's a lot of things that go on it's a very team-based game that sounds and really cool. um it is really fun. The cool thing is that it's only 20% of the game. Oh, yeah? What's the rest of it? And that there's going to be other, like, you're not just going to go out and try to find treasure. Yeah. There's going to be, like, different factions okay. of pirates that will, you could be, like, an explorer or, like, this the gold one or, like, other ones and have different missions. That is actually really cool. And, and go out. And the sailing is so fun. Yeah, that's awesome. It's it's ridiculously cool. Um, and we got into a lot of engagements with people, mm -hmm. which were fun. And we sunk some ships. We nice. got sunk a couple times. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's it's just like, it's it's really addicting. That is really it's cool. really, really addicting. Um, it sounds like nice and immersive, too. Yeah, very. Nice. Very. Awesome. What's the penalty if your ship gets sunk? So what happens is if your ship sinks um, you and you're in the water, a mermaid will pop up and you go up to the mermaid and then they respawn you to the closest port. Okay. And once you get to the port, your, your sh a new ship is there. Okay. Okay. Very cool. Yeah. I, like I think, this. well, that's how it is right now. Yeah. It could yeah. change, but. That is awesome. Um, I kind of, I like that. I like that. That's style. I like that. What it feels like to me is they've taken what a lot of people enjoy about like the space MMO type games and recast it with like old timey ships and pirates, which is really cool. Yeah. Like, like, it, like kind of feels like a little bit like it's got aspects of Elite Dangerous to it, right? Like you could pick what kind of thing you want to do out in the water just like how you could kind of pick what kind of role you wanted to play in space and you have a ship and all that kind of stuff but this obviously has a lot more of the co-op type style than a lot of the other space-based games have so yeah yeah it sounds really cool i'm totally down and you said it was an open beta now when's do they have a release date for it it's gonna be end of march i think it's coming out okay cool that'd be like perfect for me it's like right around busy season will be ending a few weeks thereafter so even if i perfect if i can't play right away i will uh, be able to play after that so you can play with us during on saturdays yeah maybe i don't know saturdays are tough for me right now um okay well, fine. sorry i'm sorry why are you so angry at me no i'm not angry um where where do you buy the game Oh, it's on the Microsoft Store. Mmm, mm, skanky. I know, I know. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you something though. Yeah, I was playing closed beta, mm -hmm. and this thing runs so well. Yeah, it is optimized like one of the best optimized games I've played in a while. Nice, which is surprising. Now I had a lot of trouble downloading this game. Yeah. Because the Microsoft Store is a piece of shit. Yeah, I was so I ended stream a little late mm -hmm. on Friday, like one one a.m. or so, mm -hmm. and I was like, "All right, Joe, I'm gonna go download the game, like, and then we'll play it on Saturday." He's like, "Cool, man," and I was like, "Cool." So I bought it, and I kept getting this error message, 
And I was like, what the fuck, man? So I'm looking it up. It's like, oh, you shouldn't be running your internet through a proxy. I was like, I'm not fucking doing that. So I literally, I went through um, command prompt. I went in PowerShell. I deleted the Windows Store through PowerShell and reinstalled it. Oh my God, yes. It took me forever, okay? I was like trying to figure out what the fuck is going on, right? (laughs) So now it's 3.30 in the morning, Yeah. okay? And I stream at 10 a.m. on Saturdays. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm like, you know what? I fucking don't know what to do. So I'm like, I'm just going to try this. I disabled my Windows firewall mm-hmm. and it downloaded. Oh my God. Oh my God. From the Microsoft Store, too. Like, Windows firewall oh was blocking God. the Windows Store from downloading. God, that is funny. That's really, really funny. Absolutely ridiculous. That's amazing. So I will say this. I will say what so I was watching the trailer right now when we were telling me that story. Um, uh, one nice thing, though, that about it being available on the Microsoft Store is if you buy it there, you get it on Xbox also, it looks like. Yes, um, you do. Which is you really do. cool because that's one thing that, like, I think the Xbox has kind of... Microsoft's been pitching and rolling that out now i feel like it's the last year was when they really started to like they when they first introduced it um but people haven't really taken advantage of it and so it's nice to finally see there's a lot of things that microsoft does like if there's something that they want to push they get behind it and so this is microsoft studios it looks like and so they're kind of pushing like we think this is a better way to do it it also has which i believe i've argued for on this podcast very early on very first few episodes um it has cross-platform multiplayer and co-op too right and so if you have friends that are on xbox then you can also play with them and still be on your preferred gaming choice of pc which is really nice. yes and i think that's, that's yeah cool. it's, it's, it's kind of nice so i think it'll be i think it'll be nice i think it'll be i think one cool thing will be to see if this does take off like if that if people do play that way like if you do have friends that have an xbox and you have a pc or like imagine if you have like friends that like want to play games with you and they're still like on a ps3 or an xbox 360 like this could be the thing that like oh i was thinking about buying one anyways maybe i'll get an xbox one now because i at least want to play this with you and i can go play other games right so like if it does work like it'll be cool to see because hopefully if it does work then we see more of this going forward with other people um exactly which and because microsoft has been pushing for the open cross-platform play like that's why minecraft has it um for everything besides the java edition is pretty much play anywhere um like they've been pushing for that and they've been pushing even with like the xbox they're saying like that will work with our consoles as long as those people are fine and sony's the one obviously blocking it with anyone playing with ps4 stuff um but it'll be cool like so if they're successful with this then we hopefully can see more of this going forward which would be nice so i hope so me too me too so skanky uh-huh you know what else is nice what else is nice i'm cool telling people about streamers that we like should we i it's up to you it's up to you if you don't want to you don't have to this is your week <sighs> Okay, I will. Oh, yes. <laughs> so you did want it. I, ju- I just didn't want to seem needy. You're lying to me. I, I see didn't how want to seem is. needy. I was going to hold back. How can just... I trust you? I, do, I don't know. <laughs> I have a streamer for you today. Oh, yeah? That I will tell you who they are. Right now, they go by the name of Learn. L-U-R-N. Ooh, I like that. Um... Yeah, she is a streamer, partnered streamer. Nice. Uh, I found her like a couple of days ago, to be honest, That's and I've cool. been lurking hardcore. 
So they don't know who I am, uh, which usually these people don't because I don't talk in their chats. Uh, but she streams a lot of games. Oh, nice. Uh, I saw her playing PUBG, World of Warcraft, oh, wow. Overwatch. Nice. Uh, actually, she plays a lot of WoW. Um, but uh, yeah, lots of fun games. Pretty cool. She has really cool colored hair, too. <laughs> I like that. I do. Yeah, yeah. It's like white or blue. I White. I don't know. It's cool. Um, but uh, yeah. Go check her out, uh, twitch.tv slash learn, L-U-R-N. Does she have a schedule posted anywhere? Oh, yeah, sure. Forgot about that one. <laughs> Silly Nick. Um, uh, um, yeah, I don't see a schedule. Oh, yeah, there it is. There it is. <laughs> uh, 2 p.m. to 8. 2 p.m. to either 8 or 10 p.m., MDT? What, Mount, what is Mountain that? time. Is that mountain time? Yeah. Yeah, I think mountain, so. Mountain, what does the D stand for? My, it's like, uh, it's like you know how you have like EST and EDT? Yeah. Eastern Standard Time and Eastern Daylight Time. Oh, so it's Mountain Daylight Time. Yeah, I think so. Really? Maybe. I, mean, I might honestly just be lying right now, I but I wouldn't be <laughs> intentionally. It would just be me oh, being you're confused. Right. It's Mountain Daylight. Oh, look at that. Genius. Dude, you're good. Thank you, Skinky. You're good, too. All right. Yeah, there you go. Okay, so MDT. Mountain Daylight I didn't know time. people I lived that's... in the mountain area. Is that two hours? or That's two hours behind you, one hour behind me. Oh, yeah, because we're different time we zones, are. too. Yo, time zones are weird. They are. They're very tough. And you and I, oftentimes, we, we talk back and forth. And we just throw out a number for a time. And like I'll to like, you will sw- cycle back, or I'll swing back and be like, uh, your time or my time? <laughs> which one, which yeah. one are we working with here? <laughs> yeah. We didn't do that. We didn't We didn't do that today, right? Not at no, all. No. It's not like we uh, did that for this podcast recording. Mm, nope. Not like in an hour ago. <laughs> They just show up and hope the other guy. Oh, here. hey, I'm Cole. You have a uh, you have a small stream- <laughs> you, have a, you have a small streamer food finish. I do, Skanky. I always, <laughs> I always have this free. I'm on, I'm on a, I'm on a kick of various topics for reasons that you might, you well, you Skanky knows why. Um, I, I do, I guess. <laughs> I like, I was like, I don't know. I don't know if I want to commit to knowing <laughs> right now. <laughs> um, no, so uh, Skanky. Yeah, I'm not wondering if we've actually done this one before. But eh, we, fuck it. We might. We probably. We, have. Yeah, we probably. Yeah, we're 59 episodes in. There's only so much food in the world for us to talk about. Um. Okay. So setting up a little bit of hypothetical for you. All okay. right. Going out on a date this weekend. <laughs> hypothetical. Hypothetical. You're going out on a date this weekend. Uh, it's like let's say it's like second date, third date. Where do you want that person to take you out to dinner, and why? Is this is this hypothetical? I'm not. I'm not saying that I'm not going to use the information in my real life. But if it's food related, where am I taking them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where are you going? Where are you going to for, out for out for dinner? All right. Well, number one, let's just say you're my date. Yeah, yeah. Okay? You and I are going out on a date. I'd be like, hey, hey, I'm Cole. Yeah. Uh, I want to take you out to eat. Okay. okay let's role play. Yeah, yeah. I want to take you out to eat. I'm Cole. <gasps> really. Yeah, yeah. I just I feel like you know I I really like to go out and get some food with you. Oh, I love to go get some food with you too. That, where, that's great. Where are we where are we going? So, I want what what do you what do you like to eat? Like what do you not like to eat? Give me give me some. I'm not a big fish person. 
Um, okay. So I prefer, but I like shellfish, just not like fish fish, you know? Um, like sushi. You don't like sushi. Yeah, I've been having a lot more sushi recently. Um, so, <laughs> so what, fi- <laughs> what fish don't you like? Let's just say all fish besides shellfish. And sushi. It's including sushi. I do not like sushi. But you have been okay. But I, but okay. I've been trying to force myself to eat sushi a lot more recently. I'm starting to acquire a little bit of a taste for it. But that's a whole separate thing. We're not going to sushi. <laughs> okay, so we're not. So we shouldn't get sushi. No, please, please. I beg you, not. Oh, okay. So, uh, what? What? So you don't like fish? Anything else? No, that's pretty much it. I think it's pretty much it. So you like everything else? Yeah, yeah. I think I feel like I could find a dish with pretty much anything else that we're gonna go for. Perfect. So uh, we're gonna go to the Olive Garden. <laughs> Maybe I don't want to go to dinner with you. Unlimited breadsticks. <laughs> you could wring out the breadstick and just see the oil spill out of it, <laughs> and then dip the bread back into the oil. No, we're not gonna. I'm not gonna take you. I'm gonna take you to a really nice Italian restaurant. I think that's a good one. I, think I like that. It's a, it's a classic. Yeah, I feel like that is a classic. classic. I feel like that is a classic. They could get pasta. They could get pasta. They could get <laughs> meat with their pasta. pasta. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. <laughs> they could get chicken parmesan. Oh my gosh! With a side of pasta. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Oh. I think Italian is a good way of going. Yeah. Or you could be, you know, a little, a little, you could go American, anything American Mm -hmm. style is very easy. All right. Or you could, you could, you could even look for like some sort of hip spot. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. The hard thing with the hip spot though, hard thing with the hip spot is that uh a lot of times they have long waits, no reservations. And I feel like that makes them great for if you've been dating for a while. If it's like early on dating, I feel like that could be a little bit of a problem, right? Because it kind of looks a little bad and it kind of puts a damper on a lot of stuff. Um, So tacos. I think tacos would be great. Especially You like tacos. I love tacos. Especially like the quote unquote artisan style tacos. Like the like fancier tacos. I think that's a great, that's a great date choice. So this is a good idea. Actually, you should consider... mm -hmm. Is what they want to drink. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. If they want wine, you're going to the Italian place. Margaritas. If they want, if they want margaritas, then you go to the Mexican place. Beer. You go to the German joint or American place. I feel like American. You go to the German joint or the German joint. <laughs> no, you go to the American place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, because America's number one. Yeah, like bar. Uh, whiskey would be like barbecue, maybe. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. See, this is actually a good idea. I like this. See what they would want to drink mm-hmm. and then base that off of to where to go. Yeah, no, I think that's a great idea. It's a great idea. You know what a great a, 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 one that I would like to do, but I don't know if it actually exists. Um, uh-huh. Kind of piggybacking on earlier, like the cooking class idea. Like, I think a, a make your own pizza type place could be cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't, we don't think so. This podcast has come full circle. <laughs> Yes. We started off this podcast talking about Seinfeld. <laughs> you know that's a Seinfeld episode, right? I did not know this. Really? I did not know this. That's Kramer's idea. Oh my gosh. Are you saying I'm Kramer now? You might be because 
That is, that, Kramer literally came up with the idea of the make your own pizza place. I think that'd be a great date. There's something about it. Like, it's got, like, an activity combined with dinner. I think that'd be cool. I went to one of those at TwitchCon. Oh, yeah? <gasps> That's yeah, when you fell in love with Jared, right? Oh. Not at that place. Oh, but oh sorry. Too soon? <laughs> I've been in love with Jared for a long time. No, we went to a different pizza place. Okay. Me, we literally had pizza every night. <laughs> nice. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, but then we went to a make your own pizza place. Okay, cool. Like before, yeah, yeah, yeah. Me, Jared. Before me and Jared, <laughs> before me and Jared. Um, <laughs> do a different one, which was it was okay. Okay, it was interesting. Yeah, it's like a Chipotle for pizza. Uh, did you go to Blaze? Blaze. No, I don't remember the name. Blaze is like a legit Chipotle for pizza. Like really? like assembly line type deal. It was a set. It was assembly. Okay. See, I, I, I think I think a make your own pizza, a cool make your own pizza, would be like a sit down place. Like, oh, you're they, right. It was Blaze Pizza. Of course it was. I knew it. I'm good like that. Wait. So you want to? You no, want to? I've sit been. To, down? I go to Blaze all the time for lunch. I want a sit down place. So here's my idea for you: is have a sit down place, and you're sitting at the table, and they roll up a cart. With stuff that you can pick off of, like the cart to make your pizza with, right? Or they ask you, or they have like a list of like what would you possibly be interested in? Not that you have to use all of them, but like what ingredients might you be interested in? And then they kind of bring it, and you kind of like assemble it yourself at your table, and then you send it on back, and then they cook so it and you, they bring it back. You actually make the pizza. Yeah, yeah, I think that would be cool. Okay. Little... I, I could be your early investor. Yes, I love it. I'll give you $10. I will give you, if there's a Shark Tank, let's see, Shark Tank would be $10. I'll give you 50% ownership. I don't know how this works. 65. 65. Yeah, you are, you, are, you are a good negotiator, my friend. <laughs> you are a good negotiator. I'll give you that. I'll take 51%. For $10, perfect. <laughs> Sounds great. <laughs> no, you know what? I'll even do you one better. Okay. Twelve fifty. And I'll buy the company. <laughs> You're just done. Here you go. 1250 walk away. God, we never see that short tank. I'm like, really? Can't be like, oh my God, this is my, my, my heart and souls in this company. Yes, 1250, have it. Go, take the company. It's all yours. I just want to get rid of it for years. <laughs> like, like, I mean, come on. If they're like, hey, I'll marriage. give you a million dollars for 100% of the company. Yeah, but then you got to wonder, like, is there potential there? Because obviously they're doing the million dollar calculation to be like, I'm going to make multiples and multiples and multiples of that. Right. And like, if you honestly believe that you're going to be making really good money on it, like, million dollars now is great, but you know what's even better? $10 million over the next three years. Like, yeah. So, I don't know. It really depends on the, the places that are in Shark Tank, though, because I feel like 50% of the things on Shark Tank are like, we're absolutely desperate. Please give us money. And the other half are like, hi, I have a legitimate business plan that I think is actually going to do very well in the next 10 years. So, it kind of depends. Yeah, but you and I, and we've talked about this before, the yeah. best Shark Tank is the cat one. Wait, which cat one? What? There's only one cat one that anyone cares about. Are you serious? There's one cat one that everyone cares about? I don't remember. Just, just jog my memory. The Shark Tank, I want to draw a cat for you. Yes! I knew I knew you would know it the second that it happens. Like yes! the old I'm sorry, one. I've watched a lot of Shark Tanks. So I, I know, really but this remember, is like... the one that everyone actually cares about. He does his yeah, little dance and everything. God, it's so good. It's so good. Like, can you just like 
I'd give that guy so much money. <laughs> like he does the fucking shoulders, dude. He just does the shoulder move. Oh my god, he's so good. You're watching it. Yes, right now. I am watching it right now. Oh my god, and and the podcast. <laughs> Sorry. All right, guys, that's been another episode of Shenantics. New episodes go live bright early Monday morning for you, just in time for your workday, school day, chore day, whatever the world you do on Mondays. We are there to hang out with you. You can find the podcast wherever you find podcasts, including the iTunes Store, the Google Play Store, and at our website at shenantics.rocks. If you love pizza, cats seinfeld or anything else we're talking about on this current episode make sure you leave us a rating and review on the itunes store uh five stars would be preferable if you want to give us four then we're not friends anymore but that's okay you can also <laughs> if you have any questions or comments for us you can send us a tweet at twitter.com slash or an email at shenanticspodcast at gmail.com if you want to join the discussion head over to shenantics.rocks slash about and there is an invite link for the shenantics discord room over on uh, Discord. I guess that makes sense. Discord room and Discord. Uh, but yeah, again, head on over there. Tons of shenanigans, fanatics, uh, yelling and screaming about everything that is right or wrong in the week. And by the way, Skinky, I don't know if you noticed this, but there is an overwhelming uh-huh. majority of people that agree that Lord of the Rings is terrible. Um, I just want to make sure that we got that out there this week. Uh, speaking of that, Skinky, where can they find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash skanky, S-K-X-N-K-Y, and on Twitter at iSkanky, I-S-K-A-N-K-Y. And that's all the people that matter. (laughs) I'm on Twitch at twitch.tv slash mcole underscore (laughs) M-C-U-L, the underscore symbol. You can also find me on Twitter at twitter.com slash mcole underscore same username. Skanky, it was great talking to you this week. Great talking to you too. I hate your guts. I love you too. Goodbye. All right, bye.